Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Now, lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the email address. Plenty of you often getting in touch with your queries. Mike, Mike did so. Mike is with us on the line today. Mike, why did you get in contact? I guess I wanted to put, put forward a, a question for the general listener as to what's the difference between a, a corporate reseller like Ticketmaster and StubHub compared to a scalper or a house selling you tickets on the street where where a fan sells tickets and then they make profit off them. And my experience is that I purchased tickets to see U2 at the Sphere in Vegas um, and I paid $900 for two tickets. Um, I had a medical injury and I can't go to the show, so I went back on to Ticketmaster to do the resale with Ticketmaster and went through their processes, um, completed all their tax requirements and their um, bank account statements and the, the, the things, their, their formalities for resale. Um, I came to the end and there was an offer of $690 for $900 tickets from, from Ticketmaster. Um, I went to accept that offer because I had no choice um, because I can't travel. And uh, the button for accepting it was greyed out. So that was frustrating in the first instance. So I contacted Ticketmaster over a chat and after a while I eventually realised or found out that um, uh, the event organiser has blocked the uh, Ticketmaster from offering these for resale. So full stop in the sand for me there. So then I had to try to find a an alternative. So I went to uh, StubHub and I listed my tickets at StubHub for sale. And the way StubHub works is they charge you, they give you a range, a price range for tickets that have been sold already. And they offer, ask you to pick the range and then you can sell your tickets at that price. I only want to sell them for face value. So when I looked at the face value price, it didn't, I, you know, they took off their commission. So it brought me way below the face value. So I picked a number grossing the, the, the $900 I paid up um, to a, a figure of a thousand. And when you applied their commission on that, then I came up with 880. So I was happy with 880. But it got me thinking then as to the, uh, person on the other side who's buying the tickets what are they paying StubHub on top of this and then the question came to me what's the difference between StubHub and Ticketmaster as corporate resellers and the guy in the street who sells you the tickets at a premium and he's called it out and it's illegal Okay so so you bought them for $900 Mike and you, you weren't you know even able to resell them to Ticketmaster at their reduced price of $690 the auction wasn't there on the, to, for resale, um, and the, the price they offered me was two hundred and ten dollars below the the actual asking price. You know, maybe you too have blocked uh, Ticketmaster from doing resale of this because Ticketmaster have already you know charged fees when I bought these tickets in the first place. They never recover those fees, of course. Um, but maybe you too, as a band, have, have, have blocked this resale for that reason because they don't want to have the situation. But then, where are real fans left left to go? Where you have a, a situation where you just can't go to the gig. If you if 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 you too are making that decision as the event organizer uh, to stop resale, then what options do we have then in terms of 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 selling our tickets where somebody cannot travel?
Okay, well, it's an unfortunate situation for for you, uh, Mike. Particularly when, as you say, it's because of a a medical, you know, injury or or um, illness as well. Our own consumer expert, Sinead Ryan, is with me here today on on Lunchtime Live. Sinead, do you have any thoughts on Mike's situation? Hi, Andrea, and hi, Mike. Uh, yes, I have a few. Now, the first that springs to mind before we get into the whole Ticketmaster reselling mm. kind of um, minefield, and that's what it is is that very often when you're buying very expensive products like this and even not so expensive, all tickets, as far as I can see to live gigs, like especially the big ones, the big names are very expensive. And Ticketmaster and indeed other sellers always offer an option to insure the ticket. Now, what that means is that if you can't go because of illness or injury or, the you know, whatever. Now, obviously, if the concert's cancelled, their obligation is to give you a refund. Mm. But if you can't go, you can insure it in the same way you can insure anything else and you will get your money back. So I, I think that's the first thing. I mean, certainly if you're buying something like the U2 tickets because they are eye-wateringly expensive. Uh, I would well, be looking... I know, it's too. unbelievable. And that's before you get into your flights and yeah, accommodation, for which you Vegas. probably would buy insurance. So this is the thing, you can insure the ticket as well. That's that's my first thought on it. Now, that's probably a bit too late for Mike. Um, the other thing that springs to mind is about the whole reselling thing. Mm. Now, look, I mean, Ticketmaster have a lot of this market sewn up around the world. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Um, and... As such, we meet our old friends again, Andrea, on this uh, programme, Miss Terms and Mr. Conditions. And they are undoubtedly, their rights and their charges and their fees are all transparent. They will tell you. They are all built into the contract. Mm. They will tell you. And they're all available on their website. Uh, And that being the case, of course, then it is incumbent on the customer before they buy anything to go and read all of those. And we know, look, people just don't do that. They assume if something goes wrong, it'll be grand. grand. Um, Now, I did get uh, in touch, uh, get onto Ticketmaster Global. So they have an Irish site, an Irish UK Mm. site, and then they have a worldwide one. But essentially, when it comes to resale, um, for their own tickets that they market and sell. They say that if you want to sell back your tickets, you can create a listing for free. Uh, you can decide what the price is. But when the tickets are sold, a service fee is collected from the total selling price of your tickets. That's for them setting up the website to facilitate it. And during the setup process, you'll be able to view all of the details before finalising your ticket listing. Now, that's not quite the same as saying you can negotiate with them about what Mm. that is. Um, So, look, it's their way of making sure that the uh, ticket market, the resale is controlled. And when Mike there was talking about what's the difference between that and a tout outside? Well, it's very simple. You can be guaranteed if you buy off one of the official resellers that you are getting a legitimate, legitimate ticket, ticket. Yeah. for a concert or an event that is on. Now, we saw it most pertinently during the Rugby World Cup in France, where uh, where the rugby union was only allowing tickets through its own resale site. Mm. And it meant then that anybody who bought off a fella they saw on Facebook or something popped up on their feed or somebody promised it was this, that or the other. Um, Very often they were the people that ran into problems and I heard from loads of them Um, because if you bought it through the official reseller, it's not that there weren't problems but you were absolutely as safe as you could be that you were getting the proper ticket for the proper day and a proper seat in the stadium where the thing is going to be held. And this is increasingly becoming the norm in this industry when it comes to big sold out events, which they're guaranteed to resell. So if you were Ticketmaster or any other provider, wouldn't you 
go through an official reseller if you're going to sell out and the tickets are going mm. to be available. And it also controls the price. So it stops in one sense the thousands and thousands and thousands that you sometimes yeah. see for ticket prices. So it has its pluses and it has its minuses. And one of the minuses is that they're going to charge every step of the way for the value that they add to that process. Yeah, for, for, for guaranteeing, I suppose, yeah. that legitimacy. Exactly. Of, uh, 10% the is a lot when you're paying 900 quid. There's no doubt about it. I don't see another way outside of the insurance option because in, in Dave's case where there's a medical intervention that means he can't go, that is an yeah. insurable event. So I would just say to anybody else, if you're going to spend that amount of money, you're going to buy your your travel tickets on insurance, you're going to insure your 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 accommodation, your flight, just add in add in the one. Yeah, for that kind of money. So, so his his options now really are just The go options with. are to go with the reseller. Like I mean look, of course he has the option of to flog it off to a friend or try and sell it online. But the problem is people are so wary now of fakes. Yeah. And even when this is a legitimate ticket, you go on, you know, an online forum know, or Reddit or whatever and you say, I've got two tickets for you too. Like, irrespective of the price, people are going to have to take a step back and say, I wonder, is that valid? Is that accurate? How will we know? And a lot of concerts nowadays are also looking for you to ID the tickets mm. on point of entry. So, for instance, if you've bought tickets in the name of Andrea Gilligan, they are going to look for your ID as you enter the facility. So you're not well, being touched. got uh, uh, Glastonbury tickets two months ago and even before you pre-register, you have to send your photograph. Exactly. You know, so, your, and that's, that's to avoid touts. So that's to avoid you or I buying up a bunch of tickets, flogging them off for over the face value and then anybody rocking up at the venue. So look, it is becoming a tighter market, uh, but there's a cost to be paid for all of that because that takes people, yeah. it takes time, it takes IT systems and that's what you're being charged uh, for. I have to say, you, um, you'd really feel for Mike. Ah, listen, you know, it's a rotten thing know, to have happened, especially for something to as amazing as that. And yeah, and I mean, look, they're there for a limited time. If it was a long kind of residency that was going on, like, a, say, a show in the West End, sometimes the theatres will say, yeah, come a, come another night or we'll swap yeah. them out. And I've had that experience, okay. you know, in the West End where they say, look, and indeed, I have to say in the Gate Theatre in Dublin and the yeah. Abbey Theatre, yeah, they were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I couldn't go. And I said, look, can I swap them for another night? And they said, yeah, the but it's only be for the night that we, that we have stuff available. And look, that's customer service. Sinead Ryan, consumer expert as always. Sinead, thanks a million for, for joining us and, and Mike as well for, for getting in contact. Mike, I do hope you get to see you two at the Sphere in Vegas at some stage. You can drop us an email if you have a consumer query. That's lunchtime live at newstalk.com. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.